Hey all, welcome back to the First Hand Podcast. It's a Friday night here in Athens and we have two special guests with us here tonight. Uh, we are, as we said, it's a Friday night. We're back in the headquarters at Madison Heights. Uh, this is our first, it's our second podcast with four people, right Paul? Is that true? Yeah, we had lunar vacation on earlier. Yeah, so you're right. We'll see how it goes. Um, you know, uh, we'll try to cut it off at half an hour, but we have an interesting conversation for you. Um, we're going to be talking about sort of religion in society and the implications of, um, of you know, whether, you know, society with religion or society without religion, uh, disregarding the truth of religion itself on a personal level. Uh, is better overall for society. Um, this is sort of stuff that Paul and I know and a lot of our friends talk about a lot, uh, just, you know, this sort of interesting conversation, and we've been meaning to have a podcast on it, um, and our friend, who whom we'll introduce in a second, uh, is someone we always have this sort of conversation with as well. He's He is a resident of Columbia, South Carolina. He is in for the game tomorrow and uh it should be a good one um are you excited about it well, I, I guess this is a good opportunity to introduce our guests uh first i'm nick gieselin are you oh. a guest yeah no first before <laughs> our guests i'm nick gieselin i'm paul and johnny here is our special guest johnny introduce yourself hello everyone i'm johnny what do you want me to say? Johnny Demos, student at the University of South Carolina. Yep, absolutely. You want to say your major, maybe? I am, uh, yes. I am in the fantastic Darla Moore School of Business, double majoring in global supply chain and operations management and marketing, as well as I have a minor in film and media studies. So I'm a jack of all trades, as you might say. Yes, and film is another thing that we always talk about. Um, Johnny went to high school with us. Uh, one of our compatriots in high school was... Mr. Will Brown, who's also with us here today for the first podcast that he's been a part of. Yes. Um, honestly, surprised it's taken you this long to make your way over here. Yeah. Uh, well, I've been featured on some other podcasts. Yes. Too, yeah. But, uh, I'm excited to be here for this one. Yeah. And uh, you're sort of a late. Sake of, for yeah. the sake of full transparency, we all attended Catholic high school. Uh, so maybe that is, is think guiding it's... my guide the direction <laughs> of the. It's, it's worthwhile to, to, you know, express your bias, maybe, if there is any beforehand, or yeah. at least your, your education, previous education. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I will, I get, we might as well throw something out to Mr. Hicks. We all had Mr. Hicks, right? He was great, and we don't have to, this isn't, you know, uh, even if you didn't go to St. Pius, which, you know, I'm assuming a lot of people who listen are, because they're <laughs> mostly friends and family, but, um, you know, Mr. Hicks was a great professor. Uh, teacher in that he you know facilitated a sort of discussion in the traditional sense like a debate about a big issue even though he was teaching about like for, for instance like the Catholic stance on abortion he would go through the logical arguments on the other side so uh, I know that was something that for me sort of got me thinking about bigger issues and is certainly an influence in that regard but y'all it's probably one of the best classes I've had yeah. at Pius. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think every high school can benefit from a class like that, or would definitely benefit from yeah. a class like that. So, anything else we should say before we get into it, into the meat? No, excited to be here. Any housekeeping, Paul? Not really. 
We're on Google and Google Play and iTunes now. I don't yeah, know if we are. that was a no. Yeah, we said that beforehand, right? Yeah. Don't forget the dash when you type in first hand. Yeah, that was actually or an else issue it for will me. not I come up. Find it. Yeah, so especially on Google Play, first dash hand podcast. Couldn't find your own podcast. Yeah, I think you have to like <laughs> capitalize it too. Yeah, it was kind of ridiculous, but um, anyway. Sensitive. Yeah, so once you subscribe, you'll get all of our newer newer episodes. Um, every every you know within ten or fifteen minutes after we upload it. So. Um, might as well get started. So, Let's go. I have a question for our uh, our first guest, Johnny. Um, so, Johnny, are you ready? I'm ready, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, I think we should get started with uh, us showing our listeners uh, exactly what people mean when they say uh, trigger warning, maybe. Um <laughs> So I'm gonna ask you a question, but be warned that you may be triggered at the end of it. So okay. this is my question. We here at Madison Heights are thinking about putting up our Christmas decorations this weekend. And okay. I know it's 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 after Halloween, but that's our like cutoff, you know. Like we, we're excited about uh <laughs> yep. we're excited about Christmas. So we've already seen Christmas commercials on the television. Yeah, so yes. that was it for us. Mm-hmm. So uh, what do you have to say about that? <sighs> I mean, wow, I mean I'll keep this simple and sweet because we could go into a whole debate about consumerism and how it's corrupting our society, but we'll kind of go ahead and keep it down to a low level here. Basically, if you look at the way the fall schedule lines up, we have Halloween, we have Thanksgiving, we have Christmas. So if you go right in to Christmas after Halloween, you're neglecting a cornerstone of American culture, which is Thanksgiving. So you don't skip an entire holiday and start focusing on another holiday. It, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, I'm against it. Anyone who knows me knows I've spoken out against this issue. I've written uh, multiple uh, literature on it. Um, <laughs> look at my profile on Facebook. You can see I've had a couple things to say about it. Um, I'm also harassed constantly by my friends, um, <laughs> tagged in memes and whatnot about how there's only a certain amount of days till Christmas. And a lot of people get confused. They think I don't like Christmas, but actually Christmas is my favorite holiday and as I've used this term, it's, it's restrained observance. You have to learn how to celebrate in a proper manner. If every day was Christmas, as we've seen in so many tales growing up in Christmas videos, it wouldn't be fun. But you restrict it to those 25 days within December. And then you celebrate after Christmas. Because a lot of people don't realize it's a celebration. So after Christmas happens, you have 12 days of Christmas. So it's a whole, it's a whole thing that people neglect. So in the, sec- the second Christmas ends, everyone just stops and just kind of just sits around and like says, okay, what's next? I mean, Christmas just happened. How about you celebrate that for 12 days like you're supposed to? Um, like I said, I could go on on this issue. It's, I think it's just quite insulting to skip Thanksgiving. Abraham Lincoln made it a national holiday. Let's not disrespect his legacy by just jumping on over that. So, Man, well, I will say that is a very informed answer. And I knew you would have very passionate feelings on the issue, but I did not know that you came as prepared as you did. Uh, the history of Thanksgiving, that's something. So. Are, you, are you telling everyone about the stack of notes I have with me right here? <laughs> really big book. I studied all night. I didn't even sleep last night preparing for this podcast. So. Yeah, no, all, all the way on the way over here. Was it like a three-hour drive? Yeah, or something a little, like it's that? a little bit shorter, yeah. A little under two hours. I mean, a little under three hours, yeah. Yeah, well... I, I will have the audience know that we just sprung that question upon Johnny, knowing that it was uh, 
<laughs> it was a uh, a point that we could get him going on. So, um, do y'all have anything to say about that? <laughs> about Christmas before Thanksgiving? I agree with your point about how if you just spread Christmas to like fifty days, it loses its appeal. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that. Yeah, it's like all things, you know, in moderation. It it becomes it's, more special when it's you thing, know when it's restricted. So the thing with the Christmas season is that it's just like a time unlike any other during the year, and everyone associates it, you know, associates it like just with warm feelings. Everyone thinks of it positively, and I guess it's like human nature to just wanna want more of it. To just yeah. Spread that out as long as 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 long as we can, but I agree. Uh, we we should give Thanksgiving its due. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. Thanksgiving's like, in a wonderful time too. I mean, yeah, and just like a, I mean, a fair point is like there's just more things happening at Christmas. I mean, like you have an entire genre of music, you have yeah. decorations, you have tons of things that go along with it. I mean, Thanksgiving, it's just it's just the meal. It's just the meal. So it's it's understandable why this is happening. It certainly makes sense, but it's. When you look at it in hindsight, it's like, so Halloween ends October 31st, November 1st, you start celebrating Christmas and some people's idea. That's over a month until, so that, that would be like me going into the May 1st and already started starting July 4th celebrations. That's literally what it would be like. And people just, it's just like, oh, Christmas, you just got a good Christmas all the time. I'm just, yeah. I, I relish the moment wow. on the day. And here's the day, well, I, I will be on the record. This is when Christmas begins. You watch the Macy's Day Parade. When Santa Claus goes into Herald Square, that is when Christmas begins. I, t- I go and I listen to Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas, and I relish in that moment because I look forward to it every year because I don't listen to it outside the Christmas season, and I listen to it, and it's fantastic. I get goosebumps. Tears fill my <laughs> eyes. I look at Christmas past, present, and future that I will spend with my Kids, hopefully that'll have one day. A girl will have me, uh, and then uh, just my past life, and then the present. It's just—it's a beautiful moment. It's a beautiful moment. God bless Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you—I I swear that our like our our outline for this podcast got leaked to you, Paul. Did you say, <laughs> <I> John? <laughs> you had a monologue prepared for it. <laughs> All right, well, I suppose this is just something that you think about and talk about a lot, <laughs> which is good because, you know, I, I think it's worth thinking about. It is. Uh, maybe not to the point where you have a monologue prepared <laughs> for it, but... I'm convinced, though. Yeah, you. no, After you did that. a good job. You did I appreciate job. it. Well, okay, so the reason I asked is because <laughs> I thought it would be a funny way to transition into our topic, um, which, you know, is that uh, the, the relationship, I guess, is what I, what I was saying, is that there is something of consequences at play here is that, um, you know, and it's sort of a given that a lot of people don't take Christmas as seriously, but I think the fact that people are just kind of jumping at it as fast as they are, um, you know, all those capitalist pigs just trying to get people to buy cars and stuff. Um, (laughs) um, you know, it's, it's, it, you know, it's sort of like a, there's something of consequence there. Like, it's not as sacred as it once was. And, you know, you see those magnets that people have on their cars. My parents have one, like a Keep Christ and Christmas magnet. Yeah. Um, it's something that I think um, is indicative of a larger sort of trend away from, or maybe not toward a secular, I guess it is toward a secular uh, society, but definitely away from as religious of a society as existed before. Um, so would y'all agree with that before we move on? That we're moving towards secularism? Well, yeah, that, that, or, or generally speaking, that this instance of 
you know, Christmas was sort of just being used as a marketing tactic and people going along with it and, and just enjoying the, I guess, like, not the actual meaning of Christmas as it's meant. Yeah, well, just, I mean, the, just the, like, sort of phase of the year of Christmas. I mean, if you, I mean, if you look at the way, like, religiously like, it's set up, you have Advent before Christmas. So yeah. even, like, as far as, like, the church is concerned, like, you have Advent which is supposed to be like the time of preparation of like the coming of Jesus, right? So this is is this just in Catholicism and Orthodox? Or we I mean we have an ad yeah in, in Orthodox Christianity yeah, there is an ad similar to, to yeah it's very similar. So I mean I mean but regardless like you don't celebrate something before it happens. That's like yeah. what I was kind of saying. Yeah. So before Christmas you don't celebrate Christmas before the event happens. So it's like if your wife's pregnant and like she hasn't had the kid yet, you don't go around celebrating. Oh, I had a, a baby boy. Like congratulate me. Like. Let's have a party. Like it we didn't happen yet. A baby shower. Babe. Okay. Well. Wow. All right. <laughs> fine. If you're gonna go down that road, I mean, like. No. No. Well, I see what you mean. Yeah. It's like walking around, yeah. like literally being like, "Hey, yo, like I have a baby. Like let's celebrate." But yeah. it's uh, like technically speaking, like the Christmas season begins on Christmas and it goes twelve days. So if you want to be, if you want to be like technical, like you don't really start the Christmas celebration, like from a, a religious standpoint at least, until the actual day of Christmas. Is that? Yeah. No. That makes yeah. sense. So what about secular? Would you agree? Yeah, would you agree that it is indicative of like a move towards secular? No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to like, yeah, validate your point, like saying like if you were going to be a truly religious society, we wouldn't be having all this Christmas stuff before the actual day of Christmas. Okay. Yeah. But I I, think. I mean, I don't think that's those two things are synonymous. I don't think like I mean, I don't think commercializing Christmas is necessarily like a shit. No, yeah, definitely. I think like, like you would have to look at the underlying like. yeah, data to see like are people going to church as much uh, on Christmas as they were before? Like, yeah. that's the kind of like correlation we would have to look at. And simply because like we've uh, you know made the made it like a much more materialistic holiday. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, I think like certainly there are secular trends. Yeah, I mean, I think America. I guess like I just sort of conflated the two. Yeah. But I, I still think it is, it's a, it exemplifies the, It's a good it's a representation. Good, yeah, exactly, yeah. What do you think, Paul? Um, I agree. Also, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Christmas a, like a pagan holiday? Yeah, and then they it the was, Catholic, yeah. The Catholic Church right. moved yeah. it. I don't know, it wasn't a Catholic church. Uh, I think that was back in the church. Yeah, because yeah. uh, yeah, I think Jesus was actually born. They, and they, oh, I mean, I don't know how they would actually know, but. In the fall? I think they traditionally yeah. say the summertime, so. Yeah. You, well, yeah, that's the so, thing with like all religious holidays are all towards like the end of the year. Because it's also because it's like, like yeah, a preparation for the new oh, okay. for the new oh, year. Okay, that's interesting. Is, uh, yeah. How was it explained to me? It's so it was a pagan holiday, and so in an attempt to uh, transition everyone to more Christian society and try to like convert all the pagans, they put it on a pagan holiday, yeah. and that's actually I believe where the Christmas tree came from. I think, yeah, if I sure. if my memory serves me correctly, I think that's where that came from. So and it kind of morphed into the two, and then they just, I guess that was a good way of just disposing the pagan beliefs. Okay, so I guess like where I envisioned this, the flow chart that I wrote that I kind of jotted down for this podcast had us going fr- smoothly from, uh, you know the abomination that the celebration, the early celebration of Christmas is um, and how indicative it is of like a move towards secularism in society. Uh, but I guess we had a good discussion about how that maybe not, it isn't explicitly the case, but still the, my end goal was to talk about 
uh, and Paul and I's end goal was to talk about like society and religion mm-hmm. and whether or not because some of the people that we listen to Paul and I know and then um, I know that y'all have listened to I don't know how often um, they talk a lot about how significant religion is or is not um, in you know the well-being uh, overall morality of overall you know state of society because um, it's obviously an important thing so what do y'all think about that or should I ask like another more pointed question like I mean, society I mean, I mean, and religion so I guess like yeah, a hypothetical there, yeah. so like a hypothetical I guess we can just go straight towards so right now right now society American society is a lot less religious than it was 50 years ago Right. Certainly, yeah. Um, at a time, across when, but, the world too. yeah, yeah, across the world too. Um, and I mean, like, really, you think about it, and the most religious place in the world is the Middle East, where things are not that great. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know actually if that's actually. I know that the Middle East is very religious, but I don't know if there's any other places in the world that are as religious. Yeah, most religious. I, I don't. I don't know how you characterize most religious, but yeah, I mean, I see your point. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, and so, and I guess a lot of people make a sort of claim that religion uh, or the stricter adherence to religion is not good for society for the reasons that uh, it promotes sort of uh, groupthink. You know, for, um, I know a lot of people will say, uh, you know, you prefer the people that are within your religion. So people point out like the Crusades or something like mm-hmm. that. Obviously mm-hmm. it doesn't happen today, but it happens on a, on a less uh, explicit scale mm-hmm. um, in that, you know, you're going to prefer the people who are Christian rather than the people who are secularist or you're going to prefer the people that are Christian rather than the people who are, you know, Muslim or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, some people say that, uh, like Sam Harris, who really is the person that I'm using this, like the other side of the argument, like the secularism mm-hmm. is better for society yeah, yeah. argument says that, uh, you know, you know, you want people acting out of like genuine goodness, like compassion for other people. You don't want people acting for, you know, they, they don't, you don't want people doing good things, even if they are doing good things, they're doing them for the wrong reasons, and the wrong reasons are trying to get into heaven, mm-hmm. which, you know, there's a decent point, um, mm-hmm. because if you, first of all, like, if you understand the wrong things from the Bible or the Quran, then you might end up, like, killing people who aren't, you know, don't think the same as you, so, mm-hmm. what do y'all have to say about that? Yeah, I guess that wasn't really a pointed question, on. yeah. It's fine. I think, um, I mean... You know, it's, I don't think like, and this is me growing up in like Western society, it's, it's hard to say that like, you know, all religions could contribute or not contribute to the goodness of, uh, of society. Like certainly there are religions out there that are like, you know, that could be like deeply flawed. Like we don't even really know about them. Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean, just like think of like the overall idea of like religion as a whole. Like yeah. you kind of have to like separate it and look, you know, to each religion specifically, because like that's where the underlying you know values and principles that the religion is promoting is coming from. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I think uh, I think it's easy for someone like Sam Harris to kind of say we should have this intrinsic will to do good um you know when 
this he he is he lives in a society now that has been predominated by Judeo-Christian values for hundreds of years, and like those kind of values make their way down, you know, family lineage and things like that. And the whole reason religion aroused in the first place was like as a as a sort of organized way to teach virtue, mm-hmm. and um, so I mean, I just think that's. I think it's hard for us to say uh, growing up in like a world so uh, you know it's just like full of religion that like um, you know what would it really be like to just grow up in a purely secular uh, agnostic atheist society like without any history of religious values like and I think that's just like something we can really never know. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say that it's 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 like it's unreasonable somewhat to say that uh, we should just have that intrinsic desire to uh, to just like be good and do good things. Yeah, and it's it's interesting you say that because I listened to like a very similar argument by um, a professor up in Canada, uh, Jordan Peterson. As uh, Nick knows, um, are you guys familiar with Jordan Peterson? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, and to anyone out there listening, uh, Jordan Peterson, he's a really good guy to listen to because he talks about religion in a way that's not coming from someone as a representative of the church. Like, I would say he's almost kind of like a detached proponent of religion, if that he's, makes sense. He's Christian, but he speaks about it knowing that most of his audience is probably not. Exactly. He's, he comes from it, so it's not like if, if you come to his face and tell him, like, like negative things about religion, he's not going to just, like, be, oh, you're going to hell, like, and, like, be very aggressive about it. He's very uh, pragmatic in the way he talks about it. It's probably the most unique way I've ever heard, like, a pro, like, I guess someone on the more, like, theist side, like, talk about things. But anyway, like, Will, he was, he makes the same point about Sam Harris, because they've actually had a couple different discussions together on Sam Harris's podcast. And um, really, his argument, mainly against Sam Harris, is Sam Harris calls for this society without religion, all secularism, sorry. And, um, what Sam Harris fails to mention is that all of these Judeo-Christian values, the the, like the theistic just viewpoint of the human race, it's it's kind of intrinsic to who we are. And really what that means is he wants to remove it. So like to say that like we don't believe in this religion, we want to just do away with all of it. It's like it's almost like removing a part of our identity. And that's kind of what Jordan Peterson argues. It's like you want to have a society without any Christian morals, but if you take away the Christian morals, that's kind of what our society is based on in a way. So it's kind of interesting at the point you raised, like it would be impossible to know how the human race would develop without religion. Perhaps religion is the way that we naturally evolved and it's done its course and it's done its way and we've thrown it away. Or maybe it is the core of everything. That's yeah, kind of the big question. Right? Yeah, I was going to say like, um, like that's, that's a good point. And I, and I think like now I, I sent the video to y'all too because to Paul and Johnny who were the original – uh, guest on the podcast, Will just scooted his way in. <laughs> so, Snake my way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I sent a video, uh, which is a really useful debate between Dennis Prager and Sam Harris. Dennis Prager is a sort of radio commentator of the right, uh, very conservative, very religious uh, Jew who debated Sam Harris and I thought it was really fruitful. I think um, like that debate sort of indicated the difference between them um, like, I don't think Sam Harris disagrees that a lot of the things that the Judeo-Christian value system uh, places emphasis on, like murder is bad, period, mm-hmm. or whatever, and, or human life is sacred, period, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he disagrees with those. And I'm just playing devil, devil's advocate here because I think it is, like, what y'all said is, is in, like, very much true mm-hmm. um, and insightful, and a lot of people don't, like, see that, I guess. 
Um, but I, I think, I guess like now would be the time to talk about like right now, you know, we already have ingrained in us the, we're not we're like, okay, so we're not talking about taking away the entire moral system, right? So that's what you mentioned, right? I don't think Sam Harris is talking about taking away the entire moral system. Mm-hmm. I think he's saying some of the moral absolutes like that we talked about, like mm-hmm. right to life or whatever, those things, they exist, and we're not, we aren't able to touch them. They're just sort of like intrinsic. They already exist. Mm-hmm. And like every human has to adhere to those, mm-hmm. um, and they're immoral if they don't. Do you think that taking religion away, believing the sort of value system is uh, do you think that is that's like a stable way to progress as a society, or do you think that that question is not even worth asking because it's so you know in, intertwined or whatever? Yeah, uh, that's not a word, definitely. But well, I just think like I, I've heard a good argument from like a theistic point of view, just saying, well, if you don't believe in God, you have to have faith in something. So atheists claim to not have faith but what they really have faith in and that's really what I guess Dennis was kind of saying in his argument is they have a faith in humanity they have the faith in the human knowledge the human just natural instinct so it's you're, you're putting your faith in something whether you know it or not so that's really what it's all about it's just where do you want to place that faith do you want to place faith in an almighty deity or do you want to put it in the course of, of the human mind and that's really what Sam Harris is trying to argue in most cases so I think one of the like the biggest like kind of interesting points that he comes from is so when you talk about is it bad to kill someone so um, what's Dennis's last name what's his name Prager Prager so Dennis Prager his argument is you don't kill someone because God told you not to kill someone but Sam Harris says you don't kill a human being because if you kill a human being a human being is incapable of suffering that is far worse than an animal which I'm not really sure if I buy that because I don't know how you'd be able to tell that that's kind of like my big thing with Sam Harris but anyway and then if you kill a human. Um, it's the people that they leave behind is also another yeah. kind of issue. So it, it just kind of, it's like you have the same morals and that's same Harris's main argument really. It's like you can create, basically his whole argument, what, which what I've gathered is you can create the same moral framework mostly from the true Judeo-Christian values just basically on logic and common sense. And Dennis Prager would argue that you're missing that when you go to a purely secular society as, and he always cites what, like the Holocaust and communism just generally just not being good for society when i heard that i thought of a couple obviously you said the crusades earlier but also slavery which is in the bible Mm -hmm. and endorsed by the bible yeah so So like i thought like i don't know if you can point to secularism as being worse than like religion given like a couple of examples yeah there's not really many examples i mean most of the people who were secular or atheists before uh, or long before, definitely, the slavery ended, mm-hmm. were, like, burned at the stake. So there's, yeah. there are not many great case studies there. Yeah. But um, I think that's an interesting point. Yeah, and kind of, like, piggybacking <laughs> off the idea of, um, like, having your faith in something. Like, to me, a lot, for a lot of people, um, organized religion is a way to, like, uh, for, for upbringing. So, like, to educate, you know, um, their children on morality. Mm-hmm. It's easy to have an organized religion that you can adhere to. Um, so it's like in a, in a secular society, like what, who educates those values? Like, is it intrinsic? Do we just know that we should not kill people? Like, obviously we should be educated on that. So like, I, I mean, to me, uh, you know, if we're talking about like from an education standpoint, like would that be the responsibility of the state 
is it like the responsibility of just like each individual parent and it, like and without uh, a real fundamental um, or several fundamental like bodies of organized values um, I just see that as like more moving into sort of disarray and that's not to say like I was saying earlier that like all of these organized um, religions are promoting like good values um, but you know the predominant ones in western <coughs> society in my opinion have yeah. I, I think this is an interesting point I know Paul and I have talked about it in one of our Grand Theft Auto uh, <laughs> metaphysics discussions, <laughs> which we also did a podcast on. But um, I, I mean, one of the, I mean, it really is an interesting point. Like, I think it comes, to, and I said this, and maybe like stop me if you disagree. But I think though a lot of what we're talking about here is not necessarily the not necessarily. Obviously, we're not making claims as to the truth of religion which is good when you're talking to people like that don't share your beliefs you know they're gonna they're gonna like side with your belief if they side with your belief you can't just like lecture them or like berate them until they you know convert or whatever Mm -hmm. a lot of it 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 sort of sounds like uh, a means to an end uh you know like you said will uh the moral education aspect of religion um, is is very important. It gives parents a sort of guidebook to educate their kids on morality, mm-hmm. which is good because kids should be educated on morality. Otherwise, but do you need religion for that? Yeah, exactly. So this is the question that I was going to ask: was, um, you know, can and, and this is what this is what my sort of like the thing that I think about a lot of times when I research this or when I hear a debate about you know, religion. Should it be prevalent in society? Is it be- better for society or is it worse? Mm-hmm. Um, is I think it, a lot of times it comes down it comes down to this pragmatist sort of is it better for society in that like can you trust all those people without religion that says you're going to hell um, if you don't do these things that we say? Uh, you know, can you trust society? to adhere to what we all, I think, agree here are, like, moral uh, absolutes, like, don't kill people. Like, the t- essentially the Ten Commandments. Um, maybe modified here and there. But, I mean, I think that's what Western society is more or less based on. Can we trust people, or can we not trust people to do that without religion? Without, like, the authoritative uh, doctrine or dogma of religion saying that you get these consequences if you don't adhere to these and this is why you get those kinds of, you know, like, so this is what, I mean, Paul, I, yeah. yeah, say what you said to me. What, what did I say? What? I don't know. Just say what you're, what's okay, going well, through I, your mind. What I was thinking when you said that is just like the Hobbes point of view where like, basically if we didn't have order and political systems that everything would go into chaos. Right. Um, and I guess like, it's, it's hard to know what would happen because like we don't really, I mean, you can point to examples, but it's just, it's just hard to know. Yeah. And I would also... I meant to make this point earlier, but, like, there's a number of countries, especially, like, the Nordic countries, that are majority secularist already. Um, I don't know if they've had have kids, like, gone through the educational system and, like, grown up without values, but I don't know. I don't know if you can, like, point to one or the other. If, this is, like, a super broad thing, but if religion is better or worse, because there's... It's such a complicated issue. Yeah, it's a tough thing, obviously. And even, like, and I think kind of fundamentally when people 
become more religious throughout the course of their life because you know <coughs> they become more spiritual and they want to understand like really kind of what is the purpose of like life what you know and to believe that there is just like something greater than yourself out there in the cosmos like whatever you believe that to be and that you know that's like that's that's a less selfish sort of perspective I think and I so in that way I think like almost thinking of the of the world and life like in that way is from a more humble um, perspective like that is inherently uh, that's good for for humanity mm-hmm. um, and then the like what you were saying the, the whole moral education aspect is is, is separate but then um, you know the spirituality part I think it's itself is important as well and yeah. oh. no I don't know oh, and like another good point like I think you made Nick is like do we do these things as from a moral perspective and like a religious standpoint, do we do good things to get to heaven? And I, I think that's like a really important distinction to make. Like, am I only nice to people because I desire to go to heaven? Am I only doing good things, being a good citizen, doing blah, blah, blah to get to heaven? I think that's an important distinction to make. Like yeah. if the human race is, is heaven the only thing motivating us to do these good things? And I mean, maybe to some people it is, but I mean, for me, that's, I don't, I mean, personally, I don't think that's certainly enough. Um, again, I'm going to harp on Jordan Peterson again, because I've, I've listened to a couple of his lectures and I think it, he's, he's very well spoken on this subject and he made a good point about, um, a novel he, he read, um, that's, I forgot who it's written by. Um, it's like some Russian guy he always talks about and may, I, I don't remember, but it's, he had this, there's a, there's a character in the novel and he tries, he, he contemplates for a long time whether to murder somebody and Tolstoy. Maybe it's Tolstoy. Yeah, he always talks about Tolstoy. And I just, yeah. Tolstoy is, he's more... War and peace. And yeah, yeah. And uh, the, whole, the whole thing is like, should he kill this person? Should he kill this person? He has this whole moral conundrum about it. And then he ends up like saying, I reject like all outside morality. I'm just going to do it and kill the person. And then he does. Mm-hmm. And then he has this just guilt feeling inside of him. And like, um, that's like, I mean... I don't really know how to way to better express it in words, but just if you just if if you're just a crappy person and you just do horrible things, like when when I do something crappy, I'm just like, oh, I did something crappy, like I'm going to hell. Like I don't think about that. I'm like, I hurt somebody else. Like I I, I affected somebody else's life in a negative way. And I mean, my whole kind of like moral code, I guess, basically, is to make a positive like kind of like change in someone's life. And just the like mo like I mean, heaven would is, is a fantastic like idea objective like it's, it's a fantastic place to be but if that's the only thing trying to keep you in like a working member of society i think that's kind of sad honestly like if that's the only thing like the only reason you're being nice yeah. to your fellow man is is, yeah. is to yeah. get a reward yeah. i think the whole idea is and what kind of going back i think what a lot of people don't realize about religion is a lot of these stories that are in the bible they're very primitive so early man like there wasn't a lot of thought like people didn't have time to sit around and think like we're, like like have the luxury of just sitting around and talking about the things like we did like they had to survive like they had to help their families they had to like harvest food they had to make sure everyone was safe like they didn't have the time to sit around and talk about these things it was just black and white and like what do i need to do to be happy and and um god just comes down and like says this is what you need to do to get to heaven this is what you need to, do to get paradise and i think a lot of times in our common society we when i like have debates with people that kind of kind of come from like the atheist perspective they try to like belittle religion in a way that they make it like simplified like a kindergartner it's like oh well you believe like if god uh like 
does something, if he's mad, he'll make a hurricane. If he's mad, I'll make a tornado. And that's, that's coming more from like an Old Testament, just like primitive standpoint. Like human beings now, like we understand the world in a different way. Like we have the luxury of sitting around and talking about these issues. Like we can develop our minds. We, we don't have to worry about eating our next meal. Like there's a lot more things happening in our lives. So we can, we can understand things at a higher level than we did in the past. And what I've heard from a different like theist, like theistic perspective is God had to be a little bit more strict with the people back then. Like you had to like learn things in a little bit more black and white. And then as a human race developed, we understand, well, yes, like heaven is the goal, but at the same time, you should understand that the re- your motivation for doing good is not just the reward at the end, it's the experience along the way Yeah, as well. and I think, I think that it's like a genuine desire to do the things that are said will get you into heaven, mm-hmm. but you can't just do them because you're going to get into heaven. You exactly. have to do them because you want to do exactly, them. Exactly, exactly. Which I think it is a point. And I, I like, you know, and I was playing devil's advocate a lot of the time, which I think is a worthwhile thing to do, Absolutely. especially in this discussion. But Sam Harris, I think, misses, and, and he, you know, I've probably said this many times before. I know I have not mm-hmm. on podcasts, but he persuades me on almost every single thing he talks about. But there is one issue that I think he really just gets like a, I don't know, like a, like a stick in his ass about like religion. Like he really just can't budge on religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really just thinks the world's going to be better off um, without it. And I, I, every time I listen to him and I really try, and, and you know, like and this is someone who persuades me a lot in everything mm-hmm. that he says, mm-hmm. he won't budge. And, and he won't acknowledge that, you know, although there are people who think, who think only of uh, like paradise, as he says, heaven, um, when they act, which is a bad thing. I think that's a bad thing. Like if you're only doing the things that you do because you're, you think you're going to get, uh, have like get into heaven, then that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's not genuine. Um, and you might just do the wrong things or the expedient thing to get into heaven. And his example is always terrorists, which is a good example mm-hmm. of that sort of thinking. But, um, I, don't, I think he misses the point, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think he misses the point. Because um, I think, you know, Ju- Judaism and Christianity have evolved uh, away from the more primitive understandings of, uh, like, religious texts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, the sort of people that are talking about religion, you know. I, I love Ben Shapiro. I know Will does as well. Johnny? Paul does not. <laughs> ben Shapiro. I'm not going to lie. I haven't listened to a lot of Ben Shapiro, but... Um, yeah, so like he's I, Orthodox I, Jewish. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. And, and 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 he's like, you know, he's the sort of person who's not. He doesn't. He he explains away, like I guess this is a like a pessimistic like uh, comment on what he does, but he he sort of explains away the part, or he understands the parts of the Old Testament that are controversial, for lack of a better term. Uh, maybe more primitive, I guess is a good term mm-hmm. that you use, Johnny. But, um, you know, there, there's an understanding in Christianity that um, that there are a lot of parts of the Bible that, you know, are misogynistic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people still adhere to those mm-hmm. misogynistic or whatever uh, parts of the Bible. Uh, but for the most part, you know, you have priests who give homilies about how that's not the case and how we should change it or whatever, so... And even the Catholic Church has come as a whole. And the thing that I think, like, the the big like, hypocrisy with Christianity, I would think, is you 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 have all these rules and all these tenets, but at the basic like level of Christianity, and 
I, I would say most religions, but I, I, I can speak more from Christianity because obviously like, we went Catholic high school, like went through that whole thing. So I know more things about Christianity, but the whole, the whole like tenet of it, 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 I mean, it really is, it's love. That's really like the whole point. So when you see all these Christians coming out and condemning all these people, telling them they're going to hell, like saying all this stuff like, oh, I'm saved, you're not saved, like burn in hell for like being gay, like cheating on your wife, like stealing, like all those kind of things. I think that's the really, the, the huge hypocrisy with the whole thing. Because the whole point of being, um, I guess, a, a Christian or a religious person is um, just, you gotta, it's, it's love. It's really, it's accepting everybody, it's forgiving everybody. And that's the, really the whole purpose. It's loving your fellow man. And I think that's a point that a lot of people kind of overlook. And people on the both atheistic side and the theistic side, it's, you, you kind of miss that whole, the whole point. That's the whole core. I mean, like to quote, I guess, Jesus. I mean, Jesus comes and says, you have the Ten Commandments, obviously, in the, in the, in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament, he says, the, num- the two greatest commandments are, like, love the God, love the Lord your God, your soul, with all your heart, mind, and soul, and then love your neighbor as yourself. And that's really the two basic tenets he harps on the most. And I just think that you look around and you see all the different people and, and it's easy to quote the Bible and like misquote it and say all these things that um, have a lot of um, just kind of complicated implications in modern day. But if you go back to those basic two tenets, um, I really think you can look at it a different perspective. And I think that's like kind of the issue that society um, kind of faces today. Okay. Well, I think we're getting close to the time. Um, and Johnny kind of wrapped up his ending. So, Will, do you want to have a final comment? And then I'll comment, and then Nick can uh, finish us off. Final comment. Um, you know, I think overall, uh, all of us having grown up in a system, like Judeo-Christian value system, um, I like to think we are good people, or at least strive to be good people. Not to say that... Um, you know, we don't slip up sometimes, but admittedly, we have a we have a very our upbringing has allowed us to have a more positive view towards religion, and you know, where I too have grown up in Europe, like you were saying, Paul, in the Nordic countries, um, you know, kind of absent of religion, uh, would I think differently? Yeah, probably, um, but uh, you know, it's it's certainly a a really interesting topic of conversations. Like, I don't think we're going to see like absolute secularism uh, in our lifetimes. Like, I, I mean, I think religion will persist, um, and you know, hopefully, for the most part, the world's going to progress in a positive way, and religion will be a part of that. Um, but you know, it's certainly a very thought-provoking uh, discussion to to, to have, and um, to just reflect on I guess as we go through life yeah Yeah. and I honestly agree with Will um, where this might be a cop-out answer but I feel like I just don't know it's hard to know like whether secularism or religion is better because you can point to so many examples on both sides whether you point to like the crusades or like the rise of um, socialist republics and communism um so it's really hard to know, and also it just comes back to this question of can you trust people um, without religion, and I'm still not totally convinced either way, because you can also point to examples on both sides, so 
to summarize my conclusion, I don't know. <laughs> so. I think that's an incredibly honest uh, and <laughs> yeah. honestly just correct. <laughs> I think that's just correct, like right. a way to view. Who actually? Absolutely. Does for yeah, sure. and I, I really, no one knows. Yeah, I would yeah. certainly echo that. I know we've talked about it before, Paul, and I know um, it's been mentioned before in whatever sleepover conversations we had in high school. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, like, really, I am still uncertain about. Uh, the answer to this question as well. Um, I do also, as uh, Paul said, think it comes down to how you view human nature, maybe not entirely, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, whether you can trust humanity, whether human nature is... Deeply flawed. Is, you know, inherently I, is good. before you are born, you are born, or as you are born, or as you become a human, you already have these things work, worked into you, and um, those things are, you know, a respect for human life and... Uh, you know, uh, and human dignity, and etc., etc., etc. Like you, whether you have morality built into you or you don't have morality bu- built into you, is really the essence of the argument. At, at least how I view it now. Um, I guess I would conclude entirely by suggesting, uh, first of all, that Dennis Prager uh, and Sam Harris debate. I think that was one of the more uh, succinct sort of uh, uh, examples of the difference that people have in this conversation yeah. and they're both very honest about where they come from. Mm-hmm. Um, Dennis a little, I think a little aggressive. Yeah, he is definitely He's a little aggressive, <laughs> but I think he has, he really had great points and you just yeah. have to, you have to, you know, I don't think he allowed Sam Harris to be. Definitely as, not yeah. at all. Um, but also I, I came across another video, which I didn't entirely end up viewing, but it was the Cambridge debate union, which I've watched, you know, when I discuss like a topic before I always, uh, come across a video from them. Um, the one I'm thinking of is, is of the death penalty. And also I want watched one on religion and politics as well. Uh, and there's another one on religion and society that I watched that was uh, very enlightening. They had the Archbishop of, of Canterbury uh, speaking in favor of, of religion, and they had mm-hmm. a student speaking against it. So I think that I would suggest that. Um, and are we done? Oh, should I close it out now? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Yeah. This is us closing it out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Will. Thanks, it was, it was Thanks for having me. I, I appreciate it. Um, just for the record, um, the Georgia Bulldogs are ranked, <laughs> oh my God. Are ranked number one. That's and, right. Um, I was raised in a, in a great football program at St. Pius X Catholic High School <laughs> under the tutelage of uh, Coach Paul Standard. And you know what? I, I learned that you can face any adversity. We're not ranked. We're... We're doing pretty well. We're like six and two. We're doing pretty well coming into this game. Um, you know what? Georgia's number one, but Georgia always chokes. This is coming from a real Gamecock fan right here. It's a here. different year. Um, I grew up in Atlanta. Um, for the for the sake of the viewers, grew up in Atlanta. I, I'm sure everyone who's listening knows me, but I'm just going to go ahead and pretend like no one knows me. I act like I'm more famous than I am. Um, and... Uh, you know, UGA, they choke a lot. So we'll see what happens tomorrow uh, between, what was it, between the bushes, as y'all said? Hedges. <laughs> hedges. Oh, hedges. Yeah, they're hedges because they're very refined here in Athens, Georgia. Um, we're going to see what Jake Bentley and the rest of the Gamecocks can do. And uh, he, He's our new quarterback. He's very good. Um, you know, go Cox. I'm probably going to eat this tomorrow, but it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Oh, man, good I can't night. wait to scream my ass off. And- <laughs> <laughs>